0: Welcome to Strong and Fit Women of Faith Podcast. I am your host, Carrie Leonardini. I'm a mom of two, a health and fitness transformation coach, a lover of being outdoors and decaf coffee. This podcast is for Christian women who desire to grow in their faith as they learn to trust God more with their life and their health, physical, mental, and spiritual, and learn how to practically implement the biblical principles of stewardship of their health and body. I love helping other women on their journey of becoming the healthiest version of themselves, from the inside out. My intention is to share what God has been sharing and showing me during the week around our health and body and how it impacts our life and our purpose. I am so excited to have you here and thank you for listening in. Hey sis, glad you're back with me this week. Last week we were chatting about the concept of be, do, have and really unlocking and unleashing your God-given potential with your health. And we're looking at it from a biblical perspective. And today, I really want to go a little bit deeper on this concept of our identity, our identity being rooted in Christ, right? Because when we're doubting, uncertain, lacking, or feeling lack, I should say, um, not trusting or believing in the Word of God, that stems from our identity not being rooted In Christ but being rooted in something other than him right past circumstances old beliefs things that we have decided to hold on to and believe in over believing the word of God and that I call as our formed identity things that we've we've picked up how we were raised what we observed um situations we got into um Maybe we got our heart broken or someone betrayed us. Um, Any of these things can leave a sour taste, if you will, in your mouth, right? And we start picking up these new thoughts, these new beliefs. Well, maybe I shouldn't trust this person or I can't trust anybody. There's no good ones left, right? I'm never going to be able to do this because if only they would, then I could, right? These are all lack mindsets and it's all from our identity, where we find our value and worth. It's not being found in Christ. It's being found in other things or other people. And that is where we start falling down that slippery slope, right? We find it harder to believe God, believe him at his word. I know for me, that's, this is a journey that I've been on, um, of re-anchoring back to my born identity, who I am in Christ, So I wanted to bring this to you all and have a deeper conversation around this because I know it's not just me, right? We've all had things happen in our lives and we have to be able to bring these things back to the Lord if we're not walking in his ways, if we're not walking in that abundant health, right? I know we're talking about being strong and fit, right? Not just in body, but in mind and spirit. And how can we do that unless we are believing God at his word, right? If we're, say we are a believer, we don't get to pick and choose what we believe God for or about, right? It's either we believe God in all things or we don't believe him at all. And I know the world tries to tell you, oh, pick and choose, right? Just like the serpent did in the garden to Eve, you know, took God's word and twisted it, perverted it and enticed her with food, right? And we get enticed, but I I digress. I want to come back to that anchoring. And the only way we can get anchors is by, by being in the word, seeking after the kingdom. Ephesians 2.10 talks about us being a custom, one-of-a-kind workmanship, right? Created in the image of God. Each one of you are a custom, one-of-a-kind workmanship, right? There is your unique on purpose, right? There is no one in this world like you even if you are an identical twin, they they may look alike, but you have different mannerisms, characteristics, all of it, right? So in the in the NIV version of Ephesians two ten, it says, "For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do." So no matter what has happened up to this point, God has prepared. Good works for you to do. So even if bad things have happened, God will use them for good and to glorify him. Nothing is ever wasted. No bad circumstance, no trauma, none of that is ever wasted. God can use it all for good, for your good, and for the good of those attached to you if you allow him to. When we hold on so much to our trauma in our past, and beliefs that don't service are not rooted in the kingdom we can then close the door to receiving the healing power we can through the Holy Spirit right we have to open our hand and allow the Lord to do a work in us and through us but he can't do that if we're not willing to let him right God is a gentleman he will knock but he will not force his way in and he will remain outside knocking on the door of your heart and your mind until you allow him in to do the good work he has to do, right? And there's good work he has for you to do through your work, through your ministry, through your parenting, through your marriage, through whatever he has called you to. And I think that's just the wonderful thing is that God doesn't leave us nor forsake us. He is always there with us. And Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says that, for, the, um, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, to give you a hope, right? A future and a hope, not to harm, right? So God knows the plans. We may not know those plans, right? And I know if you've ever been in situations where you felt you had no control as an adult, right? All we want is the control. We want to feel in control because we didn't maybe have it when we were children. There was no sense of that control. And so we're wanting to hold on to that And again, we're operating in the world economy versus the kingdom economy when we do that because we're trying to be self-reliant and we're little itty-bitty, finite human beings. This body is going to fade away. Our spirit is eternal, right? And we have a limited amount of capacity for what is possible, right? We can't even comprehend all the things of God. Right? We can't. There's no way our, our little brain has the capacity to even fathom an iota of all the things God can do. Right? So, this idea of control we have control over our thoughts and our actions and our emotions. That's what we're in control of. Right? So, if we're not liking an outcome, then we have to look back at ourselves. You know, what was the action that you took? How did you react? Right? And so again, we have to come back to who has God created us to be. He tells us, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. And he goes on to say in Jeremiah 29:13, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord. I will bring you back. This speaks that the Lord will never leave you nor forsake you, right? His word interprets his word, right? Scripture interprets scripture. And this is a reminder again that no matter where you're at, where you have been, what you have gone through, the Lord has always been with you, whether you have sensed him or known him or not. Right, The Lord was with me in my life as a child, even when I didn't know him, I didn't have a personal relationship with Jesus. I knew there was a God, but I didn't have a relationship. I didn't know to have one, but he was guarding me and protecting me throughout all the things that I had gone through as a child and even into adulthood. Right, And I can look back and see his, his fingerprints, his footprints, his protection throughout it. And then I can be reminded God is faithful. So who does God say I am? And do I choose to believe it and walk in it? Because it's a choice, right? God's blessings and abundance is here for each and every one of his children. We have to choose it. We have to decide that who he says we are, we are. And walk in that. Just like Moses, right? God told him to go through the Red Sea and he will part it for him. But he had to do something first, right? He had to put his foot in. We have a step we have to take in order to receive the blessings, abundance, prosperity that the Lord has for us in our life, in our health, all areas, right? And I think that's just the beauty of it. You know, God tells us throughout His Word that we are chosen, adopted, predestined, loved by God, that we are a daughter of the King, and that that He delights in giving us the kingdom, right? We are. Co heirs with Christ of the riches and glory of God. Right? He has given us a spirit of power, not in a, and of a sound mind, right? Not of fear. And so, walking this journey out, right? Of wanting to, to take better care of the, your body, wanting to be able to be living in a body that you feel good in, right? That you feel confident and sure and capable and strong. That takes effort, right? We can want it all day long. But if we don't take action to back up that want, then we're never going to receive it or walk in it because God can't bless where you won't step. God can't bless what you don't believe for. God can't bless what you don't take action towards. God needs to see that you can be faithful in the little. Can you take that little step and be consistent in it? Last week, we talked a little bit about that, right? We operate from our beliefs. If we are not believing for it, then we don't take action towards it. I'll say that again. If we are not believing for it, we will not take action towards it. So where are you saying you're believing for it, but yet there is no action to back it up? Right. We got to come back to that. Who does God say you are? What does he call us to do? Because there are steps that God gives throughout his word of how we're supposed to behave, how we're to walk, What food is meant for, what our movement, our daily activity is meant for, our work, what it's meant for, all of that. Sorry, I had to get a drink. So our body specifically, right? Our body is a temple for the Holy Spirit and given to us to complete our work here on earth. It's our, our tool. It's our vessel to complete the work that God has given us to do, right? For the words that we speak out of our mouth to the work of our physical hands. John 10:10 10, 10 says that, "I have come to give life and give it abundantly." right But the enemy, what does he come to do to lie, kill and destroy. So who one of my um, spiritual mentors, she had said, "Where intention goes, destruction follows. right? And that's to speak that when you are intent on being obedient to the word of God, to stewarding your body better, to be obedient in that stewardship destruction will follow meaning The enemy is going to try to come and distract you. He's going to try to lead you astray so and keep you so busy that you forget what your commitment was, that you forget or um, you justify not being obedient, right? Because delayed obedience is still disobedience. And so every day we have to come back to the Lord, right? And have a pure heart. And this is a reminder to me to do this, right? We can get so caught up in asking for things versus Lord, cleanse me, purify me, right? Sanctify my soul. Allow me to be pure before you, right? So we can truly receive, because if we're operating in deliberate sin, if we're operating in disobedience, we're not gonna be able to hear the word of God, right? Because the Lord can't be where sin is present, right? So we have to be purified so we can receive the presence of God and be able to get that guidance. That is your identity. You have access to the kingdom every hour, every minute of every day right? But we have to come with a pure heart to the throne room of grace and the Lord will give it, right? And so as you walk this journey out, whether you have weight that you know you need to get off, whether that is um, implementing healthier habits with your fitness, with your nutrition, with your mindset, right? Whether it's practicing that self-care, meaning taking time to sit and have quiet To be seeking after the Lord, to spend time in the Word, to renew your mind, right? It's taking that one step. Where is God calling you now? And it's asking, Lord, what is the what is the next thing I need to do, or what action do I need to take to bring forth the desires of my heart that You have shown me? Help me to be diligent in doing this every day, right? Because you are a daughter of the King, you have access to the kingdom, you are able to receive all that you need when you need it. Not just in your business, not just in your career or in your family or marriage, but in your health as well, because this is a biblical principle, right? We are to steward our bodies because they are given to us by God, just like everything else that we have. Every good gift is from heaven. Our body is a gift. We are to take care of it. And the Lord tells us how to do that, right? And that's why I'm so passionate about teaching women how to steward their bodies better through the biblical principles of stewardship and how to practically apply those principles in their lives, right? Because the principles are the same for every human, but how we apply them will differ based on your unique needs, goals, and life, right? And that's the beauty of it. It's not a cookie cutter thing. God did not make cookie cutter people, did he? No, we are unique, a custom, one-of-a-kind workmanship made in his image. We are unique because that's how he created us to be. So get back in the word. Go read Ephesians 2.10. Go read Jeremiah 29.11. Go read John 10.10. Really sit and meditate on this and be reminded of who you are in Christ and the power that you have through Christ and the Holy Spirit working in and through you to be able to achieve the goals that you have. Because again, if you can see it, you can achieve it. If you can think it, It can come about, but you have to believe it. You have to take action for it and be that person, right? Be that version that God's calling you to be now. And he will guide you to those steps to take. And then you'll be walking in that vision, right? But you have to believe for it, right? For as, what is the, I'm going to probably misquote this, but I'm paraphrasing. No, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So, If you believe for it, if you believe it's possible, it is. If you don't think it's possible, then it's not, right? It's all based on your beliefs and what you decide to have happen and do according to the will of God, right? God's not a magic genie, right? But he has given you the power to create wealth. And that's not just monetary. That's also in all areas. You're like, wealth is well-being, right? Right? your physical, your mental, and your spiritual well-being. He's given you that power to create that. But your part is to steward your body well, to steward the seed God's given you and to sow it. Sow those daily actions and you will reap a harvest and walk in that abundant health in a body that you love, right? Because you've taken the actions that you're, you're proud of it because you can see the fruits of your labor of what you've done and how God has sustained you through it. So I pray this has blessed you this week. Make sure if you're not already connected with me on social, come send me a friend request. Let's connect on Facebook and Instagram. You can drop a message in my DMs and we can continue the conversation. And if you're not already a part of our private Facebook group, join us in there where we really go over practical steps of stewardship. We dive a little bit deeper in this. You can get in on our challenges that we do to help you start walking the five Uh, Key principles that we talk about, fitness, nutrition, self-care, biblical mindset, right? Our big keys. So again, if you're not part of that, come join us over there. Get involved in the conversation. Start getting that momentum. And if you're already moving forward and you feel like you're not getting the results that you're after, sis, you're not alone. We got to take that internal inventory to see, right? Do your beliefs line up with the word of God, right? Are you believing for it? Or are you just talking about it, right? And you can jump on, there's a link below if you wanna jump on a quick call to really go over where you're at, where you wanna be and see what's available to help you get there. So be blessed and I will talk to you all next week. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Strong and Fit Women of Faith podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review this episode so I can keep bringing you the content that serves you the most. And let's stay connected and keep the conversation going. You can find me over on Facebook or Instagram at Carrie Leonardini. And until next time, keep asking, keep seeking, and keep knocking for you all. Find what you are searching for when you keep your eyes on him. I pray you stay blessed and highly favored, and I will see you next week.